Hi everyone, welcome to the Local Bytes Podcast. I'm Amin Yazdani, your host. It's not easy to start and run a local restaurant. There's a big upfront investment, tight margins, and lots of hard work. Some might say you need to be a little bit crazy to run a successful restaurant. Yet we all know amazing local entrepreneurs who take on this challenge every day. These people make our local communities strong. Every week, I host one of these amazing people to share their story. This week, my guest is Katie Cutler, owner of Cafe Karma. Katie, welcome to Local Bites. Hi, thanks for having me. So you are starting. So Cafe Karma is uh, is going to open in a few weeks, uh, in about a month from now, uh, that that we are recording this uh, this podcast. Tell me a little bit more about Cafe Karma because you're running a very special sort of concept here. You're, you're building a very special concept. Sure. Well, what, what is Cafe Karma? Cafe Karma is a coffee shop by day and yoga and meditation studio by evening with wellness and holistic focused workshops on the weekends. So how did it come to to being this this new concept that you're, you're putting together? What was your background to get started with Cafe Karma? Kind of a mix of everything. I kind of feel like I am a master of none, jack of all trades. I feel like a lot of people in this industry say that and that kind of brings them to opening a coffee shop. They're interested in people and community and they like to keep busy. They like creative work. I was full-time nutrition coaching working for myself. And so I spent a lot of time sitting on my laptop in different coffee shops. And there were a lot of things that I was like, man, I, I wish that they offered this, or I wish they had this, you know? And I just realized that coffee shops are your local community hubs. Oftentimes, like everybody migrates to their local coffee shop in one way or another, even if they are Starbucks people or Dunkin' people, they typically will find themselves being invited to a meeting or something of that matter to go to their local coffee shop. And I just felt myself over time being like, oh, you know, I just love the vibe of a local coffee shop. Like the employees look like they really enjoy their time here and you see the same faces all of the time. And I had always been into food. I've always been kind of considered myself a foodie and um, I really love kind of hosting for myself. I like to call it when I make plates, I make aesthetically pleasing toasts and I, you know, will pour sparkling water in a wine glass and like throw some fruit in there just to like make my eating environment a little bit more enjoyable. And it's something that I got progressively more interested in as I worked from home because the setting was the same almost all of the time and kind of that combination of being in that coffee shop environment and then hosting for myself and enjoying that. I was like, man, like I would dream to have this brick and mortar to myself one day that I own and operate and run. I love managing. I love being connected to people and I love community events. So it kind of added up over time. And I think my parents always knew that I was going to own something someday that was a brick and mortar because I've always been like that. I mean, I used to have my bedroom, I would call Katie's Corner. And it was also with two K's. And now my I married recently. So my last name is now Cutler with a K. So the K and the K just kept popping up. But my childhood bedroom, I called Katie's Corner. And I would invite my family up there for little like spa treatments or to try little foods that I was making or whatever. So it's not really shocking to people that I feel like know me really well. But on the outside, I think 
if you were to look at my resume, you'd be like, how the hell did you end up here? So yeah, I mean, during the pandemic, I started to lose a lot of nutrition clients. Like most people, they were losing um, work or finding themselves furloughed from their jobs. And I wasn't any different. I came home to my husband one day and I was like, I just, I need to go on a walk. Like I, I need to run something by you. And I was like, I have this dream and I just feel like life is really short and will you support me going and working at coffee shops and seeing if I actually like doing this? And he was a hell yes about it and kind of just spiraled from there. And now we're, now we're here. That's amazing. So you started working, going and working in coffee shop to see if that is the, the lifestyle yeah. or the, 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 the work that you want to do. Yes. I, I picked a couple different local coffee shops pretty intentionally. Like there's a space in Glen Mills PA called, terrain cafe and it's actually owned and operated by urban outfitters but it's not a coffee shop it's more of like a restaurant but it's gorgeous mm. i mean they have it's very rustic very vintagey but there's plants everywhere and people travel from all over to go there and i was like oh you know like i want to be a barista there and there were no barista jobs open i started as a hostess just to get my hands in there and i kind of realized like I like, I don't think it ever really hit me that I was going into the restaurant industry. Actually, I was still thinking like community hub space where everybody can come and be there. And it wasn't until I got into the space that I was like, Oh, like I'm going in the restaurant industry. Like I am about to hire people for making sandwiches and, you know, to be in food and beverage. So yeah, I started there and I realized I wasn't going to get much um, barista training there. So I went to most popular coffee shop around here and I had enough management experience that I applied as a manager, got the job. And so I was coming pretty much no restaurant experience to managing in an, like essentially a restaurant. There were people above me, people beside me that were obviously, I would say, more important than me or, you know, had a lot of say over what I did as well. But I learned so much in a really short period of time. Um, and the entrepreneur life wasn't really something that I was unfamiliar to. So I kind of already was gritty. I knew that I had to hustle. I knew that I was going to work odd hours or that I was going to have to stay past my clock out time or come in and help on an off day of mine. My husband owns a gym. So I've kind of seen that aspect as well of owning a business. Um, mm -hmm. And one of his personal training clients approached me and was like, what are you doing working at this coffee shop? I thought your nutrition coaching business was doing well. And I was like, actually, it's, it's not during the pandemic. And I want to open a coffee shop. And he was like, wait, what? And now that same guy is my investor. So it just full circle full circle stuff. That is awesome. So you 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 started to, to gain the experience that you, you you needed to start your your coffee shop. You started working at other coffee shop, get a feeling. What were the things that you learned during that process that you that proved to you that yes, this is this is what I want to do. This is what I want to go to. And what what were the things that were sort of hinting that you might need to need a different approach to to a coffee shop than what you were seeing in those places that you were. Well, first, I think that doing that was the most informative experience that I could have done. And I think that I could have spent another five years bouncing around all different coffee shops. And I could have probably potentially ended up with a completely different business plan just because there's so many awesome approaches to coffee shop. But I think the biggest thing that I noticed from myself is how much I enjoyed the pops of fast paced environment 
I enjoyed the really early mornings and getting off work by 11.30 a.m. some days. And I enjoyed the touch and go conversations between people in the community, which was by far one of my favorite things. I loved that we had regulars every day, like baristas have so many names that they end up remembering and nuances about people that they remember. And I was very lucky to experience that. Um, but there were things that I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready to do this because I, I didn't know anything about the pressure behind an espresso machine. I didn't know about uh, weight per gram and all that type of stuff that you need to know about coffee um, in order to, I'd say, own a coffee shop. But I think you start to have this list of things that like, you know, I can learn this, but this is something that I need to see if I'm capable of and willing to do. And I think there's a difference. Like I can learn how many grams need to be in, uh, you know, my espresso, right? Like I, there's all this, all the different math and the recipes and the different technical things I can learn, but I can't learn to enjoy conversation with people in the community. And I can't learn to enjoy a fast-paced environment. Some people enjoy that and some people just don't, you know? Absolutely. So the community, you, you're bringing that up uh, quite often, community hub. It, it looks like that's that's super important to yeah. you. Uh, the two questions on that are, why, why is that an important thing? And I totally agree with you. I think our local coffee shops are the community hubs or how our communities are actually connected together. Mm -hmm. Like those are places where all these like, uh, local groups are getting formed or they're having their meetings on. So I totally agree with you. But I want to understand what's the importance of it to you. And also, what are you doing for in, in Cafe Karma to actually help these community hubs, to, to cater to these community hubs? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I was working from home, but propped up for four to six hour days in my local coffee shop, I realized that this was no longer, it was no longer just a coffee shop to me. It was my third place. And that's the kind of, that's a slogan that we're using for Cafe Karma is your third place. And I really wanted to embody what a third place is for people. There's your home, there's your work, and there's another place that you spend the most time in your life. And for some people, for most people, I'd say that's their local coffee shop. That's their third place. And whether it's for meetings, whether it's for creativity time, whether it's bringing your family there. What I think is having more than just coming in for your cup of coffee and a place to sit. It's nice to have other reasons to meet at your comfort zone of your third place. Mm -hmm. So at Karma, we are having community, event, community events on the calendar um, and it's teaming up with local creatives. It's giving people more to do than just going out to a bar, going out to a restaurant. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at some point or another, you do that so many weekends in a row that you're like, I want to feel creative again. I want to play. I want to connect with other people. I want something else to do on Friday night than just go to a bar or just sit at home or watch a movie, whatever it is. So we have we are taking the focus on wellness and mental health obviously was a big focus during the pandemic as well as after we're still seeing the effects of that so i've partnered up with some local nonprofits and we're doing some you know we're going on hikes and before the hike we're talking about mental health and then afterwards we're inviting you back into the store for yoga or 
Um, we're doing some skincare stuff. We have non-toxic skincare in our retail section and we just have different curated events. Like we're doing a mug making class. There's a clay studio that just opened about 10 miles from us. They're not necessarily close by, but not everybody is going to be exposed to them in their five mile radius. So I want to support them by exposing people to something that they can do on their weekends. That's also not in my, my business, you know? So she's coming in, she's teaching a mug making workshop for Galentine's day. And we're going to do a Galentine's workshop. People are going to make their own mug. We're going to talk about the benefits of matcha and do a matcha, matcha bowl making class. I mean, it's just fun to get your hands on different things. Absolutely, and and these all these different things. What, what you're saying is actually what what makes our what what makes our communities mm-hmm. strong, right? And that's that's the importance of being like for for coffee shops, really being this community mm-hmm. hub is connecting all these people with different experiences, with different expertise and different um, uh, uh, hobbies, really together, so that we can we can we can learn more fr- from each other. Now, so. Cafe Karma not open yet. You're opening up soon. What are things that you're doing to prepare for that open day? Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot that goes into uh, opening a coffee shop. I have been keeping the mantra that I feel calm. And maybe I'm falsely convincing myself, um, or maybe it really is keeping me calm to believe that. But I just keep walking around saying, I feel calm. Like, I feel very held and supported by the community around here and people are excited but in the back end like it's all chaos like my I'm not working at a different job right now and I keep saying I have no idea how people have another job while opening a coffee shop unless you have a whole team of people that you can pay for to do everything else like I am the website designer I am you know I feel like I'm HR because I'm making all of our employee training guides I'm I'm getting prepared for hiring. I am, I feel like a project manager because I'm managing the cup designs. I'm connecting to the apparel people. I'm getting retail situated. I'm making sure all those things are added and uploaded on our online store. I'm, you know, talking to the person that's making our menu hanging sign and I have to meet them. And then I meet the guy that's doing the floor, like epoxy stuff. And it's just, it's a lot. But again, I think that, I don't tap into the chaos part. I don't kind of let it control me. And I try and find the positives in all of it. And I know that people think that, Mm. you know, find the positive. It sounds so cliche, but I wake up every day. And even when my brain is exploding, I'm like, I still cannot believe this is real life. Like I wanted this a year ago. I started business planning a year and a half ago. That's it. I thought this was going to be something I was going to do in five years, 10 years. Somebody came up, believed in me, saw my business plan and knew that it was a hell yes. And I, I sit down sometimes and I'm like, wow, all of this stress and all these things that I don't know how to do. Like I've never worked with contractors before. I'm 27 years old. I don't know the difference between drywall and certain other things. So I don't know what people are talking about half the time, you know, but all I see is the space and I see and I envision people coming in every day and I envision the workers sometimes being so stressed out and all of us looking at each other after a rush being like what just happened you know like I am able to put myself in um kind of the future and just it I get chills I every single day I get chills and I'm so excited 
That is super exciting. Absolutely. And so you are putting coffee and uh, yoga mm-hmm. together. What are you doing? Like, why is yoga such an important part for you that you're turning the, the Cafe Karma to a yoga studio in, in the evenings? How are you doing that? Like, are you t- working with, with local uh, yoga teachers mm-hmm. to, to help you that? Or is that something that you had experience with? And yeah, so just uh, maybe tell me a little bit more about that coffee and yoga part. So I actually dropped out of nursing school to become a yoga instructor. I wanted to go a holistic route and I had about a year left of nursing school. Sorry, mom and dad. But I knew that I wanted to do something more holistic and I was interested in yoga and meditation. I had been going to a yoga studio for a while. I was six, 15 at the time. So I started working at Lululemon, which is an athletic wear brand. It's very popular in Canada, but I didn't realize how much the brand did for their employees. Like they taught me, they taught me how to be a manager. They taught me how to essentially run a business. They teach you the back end of visual merch. They teach you sales. You focus on daily sales, monthly sales, quarterly sales. And I, in that I was working in community. So it gave me the experience, not only to connect with other gyms, other studios, other instructors, but I was able to get my yoga teacher certification during that time. I was able to build a network and see what other people were doing and experience it. And in that process, I actually met a girl that I actually kind of helped with her community and building her yoga cafe, which is where I first heard the concept. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, cause what is your coffee shop in the afternoon? You know, at the end of the day, you, you can certainly keep it open all day, but I don't see why not. You wouldn't use it for anything else that you're interested in. So we are, we can fit two mats next to one another down this, like, like almost like a rectangle box is how our space is shaped. So we can fit about eight mats, two mats next to each other going straight back. But I actually got the interior designer that I'm working with got these designer sofas that are light enough that you can stack them into a corner. So one person can move them, which is great. They're very low profile. And so I can fit up to four or five extra mats up there as well. So I can fit a relatively large class of 12 to 15 people if I really wanted to. We have floor to ceiling curtains going in, which will block off the windows in the front and the back of the space, which are floor to ceiling windows. Um, tons of candles and incense and all that good stuff. So we're able to pretty much transition the space completely to being a yoga studio. That is awesome. And that, that was my next question to ask, like, what are the consideration when it comes to the interior design that you need mm-hmm. to put in place when you want your coffee shop to turn into a yoga, yoga studio, which, which you mentioned, which is, which is super exciting because mm-hmm. I think that changes the way that your, co- your coffee shop is during the day even because you are you're you're planning for for uh, what what will become uh become the the yoga studio in the afternoon yeah i kind of laugh at myself because i'm like wow not only did you go to do your first brick and mortar business but you did it threefold you're doing coffee yoga and in-store and online retail i just really knocked it out of the park for myself with that one but we are transitioning the space i mean we're 6 a.m to 4 p.m monday through friday and eight to one on Saturday and Sunday. And I know that some people Mm. will think that we're having a really long day during the week or that we're starting too late on the weekend, but I did it um, intentionally so that we had a lot of cafe time, a lot of 
people that want to enjoy this beautiful Zen space throughout the day while also having the space that we can make it a community hub. We have enough hours in the weekend to support workshops and events of all kinds. And that weekend or the weekday timeframes after we close at four, that allows me a 530 to 6:30 class, a 630 to 7:30, and a 7:30 to 8 meditation class. So like I am able to support yoga without being a full-blown yoga studio as well. Yeah, that is great. And so what about the coffee side of this? Mm-hmm. So you have been went and, and working a f- few different coffee shops. You've seen how it's done, but you're not going to be roasting your own coffee, no. are, are you? No. So wh- where are you going to get your coffee? And like, how do you find a good roaster that, that will match the concept that you're building? I'm a bit obsessed with uh, aesthetic and branding. So I had looked at different coffee shops. I honestly, I think I just sat there and searched different roasters on Instagram and clicked different ones that popped up. And I came across Ceremony Coffee Roasters. They're based out of Maryland. And I had recognized that I've actually been there before. And I was like, oh, wow, actually, that was a really good coffee place that we had in Baltimore. Um, So I reached out to them. I was like, I have no idea how this works. I'm thinking about opening a coffee shop in the next couple of years. What do I need to know? And they were unbelievably helpful and resourceful. Um, I'm doing their, obviously, their wholesale partner program, which also gives me the support of, they help me with my P&L sheets, like hypothetical numbers that I had no idea I would even need to really look at at the time. Um, the cost of milk, how to price things out, how to design uh, seasonal flavors. Like they do all of that with me. Um, they install all the equipment. They come in, they're going to do milk steaming classes and latte art classes for the employees when we're training. And they're just a wealth of knowledge that I didn't know I was going to have or need. So I'm very grateful. That That is awesome. And finding the right right roaster, the right partner on that side is super important because that, that will go a long way of like, a lot of people are coming in for the coffee yeah. as well. So you want to give them something that you're you're proud of as well. What about barista training? Are you going to be training your own baristas? Are you using an outsourced uh, trainer to come in and, and train your baristas as well? What, what's your plan there? A little mix of both. I am going to tap into ceremonies resources for all the different trainings as much as I can, especially because I have so many other avenues going on. I really want to pride myself on my management skills and being a a boss that not everyone is, you know, in love with, but one that people really feel proud to work with and for. So if I take on too much of those roles of being the trainer, the delegator, the scheduler, the payer, the all all those different roles, I, I feel like it takes away from what I'm really good at. And I don't want to dilute that relationship. So I'm I'm really excited to outsource for the trainings and still be a good, you know, I'm a decent barista. So I wouldn't say that I'm the most amazing barista, but I'm a decent barista and I still have a nice like day-to-day oversight that's helpful. So I think for that initial training, it'll be fun for us all to do it together instead of me being kind of the only delegator in that situation. Absolutely. And so you've been the, the, the business plan you mentioned a year and a half ago, things are moving quite fast. Mm-hmm. 
What has been the most unexpected challenge so far that you had to deal with uh, opening Cafe Karma? There's no to-do list on permits, designing your space. There's no um, handbook that tells you, okay, waiting on your architectural drawings is going to take this time to this time. And nobody can tell you exactly how much anything costs. So again, I'm very grateful and lucky that I'm in partnership with the person I'm in partnership with because I think I would have lost my mind by now. Like you think that you have a budget, you don't. You think that you have a time frame, you don't. I honestly, when we first signed the lease, I thought we were gonna be open end of September. So it's just, you just don't know. Um, but those, I think the time frame and the cost of every little detail accumulates and that has been a really difficult thing to stay patient and calm through. <laughs> It is very common, though. I've, I've, I've heard this from, from a lot of coffee yeah. shop owners, restaurant owners, that their plan for opening was three months. Mm -hmm. The time that it takes for them to open was way more than that and like and in, in an unexpected way. But congratulations on almost opening Cafe Thank Karma and, and looking forward to, to Cafe Karma. Before I let you go, I want to ask one final question. If you were to give one piece of advice to somebody else that has the same passion that 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 Katie does, that has the same uh, ideas or similar ideas, and they want to open their own coffee shop, their own restaurant, what would that piece of advice be? Get your hands dirty. Go into every pocket of every interest that you have, even if you're not 100% certain on it. Just go and experience it. Talk to people. Build relationships. And... Yeah, I'd say just get your hands dirty, get in there and get started, see what you like, see what you what you can be better at. And that'll kind of tell you all that you need to know. Awesome. Katie, thank you so much for your time today. It was uh, my pleasure for, for uh, having this conversation with you. Thank you so much.